Okay, hello! Welcome to another episode of Album Check, episode 14. I'm joined once again by special guest, Jonah. What's up, guys? How's it going? They can't like reply to us. I don't know why I asked that. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to clarify that Jonah is not a co-host, but a recurring special guest. <laughs> hey, hold on a minute. I thought it was the other way around. <laughs> I came up with the name. This is my podcast. This is this is what prompted this. I was talking to my dad about it. And he's like, "Oh, you're doing that that uh, that thing for Jonah's podcast." I was like, "Jonah's oh. podcast." <laughs> wow. Excuse me. <laughs> now nah, we're a communist podcast. It's it's all shared podcast. Yes. until someone sponsors us. In which case, we <laughs> run very far in the opposite direction. Um, but yes, this week we're talking about. The most recent Paramore album, After Laughter. Yeah, 2017? 2017. I'm quite excited to talk about this one because... Me too. I really like Paramore. My kind of background in music, you know, when I was a young teen, forming his his identity, <laughs> I got really into the whole pop punk thing. I love My Chemical Romance and got really into Paramore. So, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So, there's a lot. Re- got really into the pop punk stuff. Most of it sucks. Like, there was, it's so oversaturated in the 2000s. <laughs> there's like a lot of shitty pop punk bands. Uh-huh. But Paramore, in my opinion, were one of the one of the best ones. Mm. And they really hit it quite big too. Yeah, yeah. Like, and like, she started when she was 16. Seriously? The day that when album, the first album came out. When she it was two thousand five, that's a no- I hate people like that. I hate it's crazy, crazy. That's so but annoying. yeah, twenty seventeen, their most recent album. It's a bit of a left turn. Mm, I love that. I that's mean, should, we, should my... we just get? Sorry, go on. Yeah, that, it's just it's one of my favorite things in the world when when artists just sort of throw everything in, in your face right back at you and just do something completely different and still make it resonate like mm. that's so exciting and fun to me because it introduces you to new sounds and new new emotions and yeah it's it's awesome i love that stuff yeah i mean i think we should just get straight into it with the with the first track hard times because you know if you if you're familiar with paramore's previous work the kind of loud guitars angry shoddy vocals you start the first track on this and it starts with a like a xylophone and yeah. you're like wait wait what 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 this is completely uh-huh. different they they've abandoned the sort of pop punk they're known for and they're going pop yeah it's just straight up pop on a lot of this um, and i re- i remember when this this album first came out cuz it was like oh paramore new music and initially i was like oh no new oh no no new no no, no no this is this is not the stuff I like, <laughs> but you got all pretentious about it, did you? Well, I was like fifteen, you know. Of course, I did. <laughs> Nothing um, has changed then. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it even like that really, really like grew on me. And I think this is their best album. And Ooh. Hard Times, I think, is like a a great, great start. I mean, the again, the xylophone just completely switching it up. You're just like immediately going, this is not what you're, you're expecting, expecting or what you've yeah. heard before. Mm-hmm. 
and is the first of many songs about being really, really sad mm. while pretending to be really happy because it sounds like a fun pop album, even though it's not. Yeah, like it's so like light at the start. You're like, and it's like kind of groovy, even with the 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 kind of drums, like that drum fill leading you in, mm. and you're like, oh, here we go, mm-hmm. and it's talking about how oh shit's really hard. I'm really sad on the inside. <laughs> it's absurdly catchy, which is a very recurring sort of theme on this album. The hooks on this project are ridiculous. They are mm. so sticky, they are memorable, and they are fun to listen to, even though they are communicating some very sad emotions in a lot of cases. Yeah, and it's it's done so well. I love the writing on this album. Like, There's the line um, on this song, we'll kick it when I hit the ground, which is so like darkly comic. Like, mm. when you kind of crash, we'll, we'll hang out. It, it, mm-hmm. It's really funny. And there's like the, the, the bridge, tell my friends I'm coming down. Um, mm. And her voice like goes down, you know that whole thing. A bunch of people have done it, but it's still like it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, my my favorite is the um, and I'm going to get to rock bottom. The way she sings that, and she sings yeah. it so like cheery, as if this like is some sort of aspirational thing to like hit yeah. rock bottom. It's it's great. And yeah. my my favorite sort of sonic part about this song is the the eighties vocoder line at the end. It just mm. sounds like straight up Daft Punk. Like the, the there's a lot of influences on this album. Um, I think there was a few times where I was like, "That's that's Daft Punk. That's definitely Daft Punk." Mm. There's a big um, Fleetwood Mac influence as well. I I saw them live for this album, and they um they played some like Fleetwood Mac songs, which, oh, that's is, sick. which is pretty cool. Yeah, but, that's awesome. Yeah, I I also love on this the chorus for this. These sort of uh, in the background, they have like the pitch shifted vocal of them saying "hard times." It just makes it sound kind of different it's interesting yeah yeah because it's great. like it's, a... it's normally with guitar music a lot of people are like oh you need sort of pure unprocessed vocals but nah processed vocals could be sick too don't yeah limit the the sounds that you can sort of utilize exactly uh yeah this, this is a great song i love it great start for the album okay next up is rose colored boy mm. another banger there's a lot of bangers on this album, <laughs> and this is one of them. <laughs> yeah, I like I, I love the kind of with so many of the songs, the kind of concept of what the song's about, you know. So rose-colored boy, it's kind of referring to to rose-colored glasses. Whenever you like look at something with rose-colored glasses, you're seeing things through like a filter that makes things look better yeah, than they actually are. Often um, nostalgic. Or yeah, it, it's similar. worth noting as well that. Just for context for this album, it was made like after the lead singer Hilly Williams divorced or broke up from her her husband. Mm. So that kind of sets the context for why yeah. a lot of this album is so sad. Yeah, and it's just straight up like referenced on at least a couple of the songs. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's definitely that was a a driving event behind a lot of this. Yeah, so I think he's kind of the rose colored boy. Um. I I love the sort of irony of this song because it sounds again it sounds super fun and upbeat but it's about how like excessive optimism is really annoying mm. and I think that's so, a very funny sort of concept to to roll along with. Mm. 
and it sort of builds that atmosphere there's these chants that come in i am a sucker for chants yeah like, that like low-key no pressure just hang with me in my yeah mother. exactly so sticky so catchy uh once again the chorus is unbelievably good you will not get that out of your head um and man the bridges on this album are nuts mm, they're, they're really strong yeah the, it like completely sort of shifts the direction that the the song is moving in but it manages to loop back and feel super exciting like it builds a lot really of really coherent as well yeah yeah, Th- yeah. there's a, on, on like the refrain here there's um there's a great bit where you've got the harmony of her singing like ooh and then the like chugging of that guitar i think it's pan muted as well which makes it sound like it's being sort of restrained mm. and it's just uh, it's really powerful and exciting and mm. kind of jumping back to what you're saying earlier about how sad but happy it sounds like i love the kind of pop reversal here of you know if you think of like popular pop songs like roar by Katy perry or like shake it off by taylor swift they're all very like empowering in a be great be happy you can do it sort of the way mm. whereas this song is about how she's gonna cry <laughs> you know it takes like, the aesthetic and reframes it yeah, totally. And and just being like, I am really sad and I will <laughs> cry if I want to. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really that that's a, a fantastic idea to run with, I think. And to this album is remarkably cohesive in that regard. Like they, yeah. they pull it off consistently without it getting boring because there's a lot of varied sonnets. Yeah, this is again just another another pop. For sure. Um Next up, we have "Told You So," mm. three for three so far. Mm. This, yep, this is again another wonderfully pessimistic uh, song. The like my my favorite line from this uh, is "The best is over and the worst is yet to come." It's mm. I think that's that's hilarious, but uh, equally sad. I I love how this song starts because it's just her voice is like incredible and mm. it's just her singing like that for all i know and she really kind of punctuates each word of that mm. then like all the instruments come in mm. and whenever they whenever i saw them live playing this my memory of that like they opened with this song and they I think the lights are off and it's like boom open with this and then oh. everything comes on everyone erupts it was like that's it was perfect sick. it was perfect that is sick. That is, oh, I'm, I'm kind of jealous, to be honest. Um, I wish I was more into them at the time, but hey. Um, again, the chorus is insane. It's so lively. That's the, the word that I kept coming back to, mm. and it's really sonically creative. It's that, I don't know if it's like a steel string guitar, um, but it sounds... It's just like slightly different um, yeah. to a normal guitar, and that is exciting i i love that kind of the way it has this kind of like real up and down sort of um melody to that chorus mm. that's like really as uh, it's really really fun and, and there's like this this call and response with the guitar like yeah she sings something the the guitar gives you a little riff to sort of catch your your ear and then back to her singing it's really really cool oh it's awesome and then you know, I, I get just the whole, the whole concept again, just about 
people saying, like, I told you this was going to happen. Mm. I hate to say it, but I told you this was going to happen. Yeah. It's, it's fun. More specifically, like, being famous, like, you, you can't make those mistakes because there's this overwhelming sort of majority of, or what feels like a majority of people like that. Of course mm. that was stupid. What did you think was going to happen? Again, there's a the, the the bridge on this is just beautiful. That whole throw me into the fire, um, pull mm. me out again. It's just, it, it, they spend a lot of time on it, but it, I, I I love that. It's so yeah. it's so beautiful, and the like the last one where she really like kind of yells that like pull me out again, but then it kind of the scream sort of like drowns out, and then you get the kind of um the guitar riff coming. Like every time I, I, I still get really, I've listened to this album a lot and I still get really excited by that moment. Yeah, that's really cool. I love songs like that. They just never fail to give you those tingles where it's like, ooh, yeah, mm. that hits the spot. Yeah. And the the final, like the final word, it's, it's almost, it's sung in like a backing vocal, but the final kind of told you so at the end, the, like the very last line, mm. I, I quite like as a, just as a, to wrap that song up. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice. Um, so I think next track is is my first sort of dud on this. I don't know if you have a similar opinion. For forgiveness. Um. Yeah. No, I I don't think it's a dud. I don't think it's a dud at all. I I think it's placed very well on the album because this is kind of you got like three kind of pop bops which are great. And you do then, okay, we're pulling it back a little bit and we're going for a sort of slower one. I think okay. it needs that for the pace of the album. I think if you lost it, it would it would hurt it. It it would, but I don't think this is the song to do it. Um, okay. The, the first three songs display, even though, like, thematically, they're not touching on anything super insane. Like, their, their themes are really summarized by the title. Um, mm-hmm. and it doesn't delve into them a whole lot more in the lyrics but with this one sonically it just feels so much more stagnant there's nowhere near as much instru- much interesting instrumentation that the lyrics and everything they just feel sort of clunky and amateurish it, this does very very little for me hmm like I think you're, I think you're being a little harsh. Um, look, it is kind of it's not a particularly deep song. You know, and I I can, I can see what you're saying about both the kind of, uh, your voice is a gun, every word is a bullet, whole lines. I, I can, yeah, that's I can just sort of corny. I I, I not, can sort of endearing corny. Yeah, I, I can sort of get behind that, but the, I get I really like the chorus. I love the kind of, um, backing vocal that like comes with it. The electric guitar on this one sounds so much softer uh, which i think is just, it's really really beautiful and with the kind of context behind it i i i quite like the idea of the song about being hurt but not really quite being able to let go of what they've done mm. fair enough you still you get no emotion from it you don't no very, feels for you very little um primarily i just don't think the the instrumentation is able to carry these lyrics in this case mm-hmm. for me. It's I, not I, like atrocious, but it's definitely a skip. See, I I quite like the come down from a song like "Told You So," 
when you think of the idea of like someone going, I told you so, or being like, I told you so, there's a there's a kind of position of, aha, I got one over you sort of thing. And Whereas then... forgiveness is, is much more kind of vulnerable yeah. song. I like that that kind of balance in the track list. But like, yeah, yeah I, can, that, I can understand. That, I can understand that, here. That is a cool dynamic. I'll give you that. But then, then we pick back up again with, mm. with Fake Happy. I, I like love this. the little intro we get with this. It's just her and her guitar and it's just very intimate. It's very intimate. It's kind of a look under the curtain um, mm. and how it's, this one sounds is kind of genuinely how she feels. Well, the rest of this song and the rest of the album has a happy sound but sad lyrics. Yeah. Where this is, you know, you kind of, you get sad sound, sad lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, the the like you said the simplicity of it is fantastic because when the the more exciting instrumentation comes in it's super unexpected and you're like whoa what and your ears immediately like standing to yeah, attention yeah that you first like, da, 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 yeah. you're like you're you're brought in yeah that synth is go i i feel like i just say synth 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 <laughs> podcast all the time synths are the sickest instrument ever because they can be so completely varied, um, and I, I I love on this song the lyric, um, "It's easy when I stomp on a beat." Um, she's like saying, you know, it's easy to seem fake happy when there's a, sort of a fun instrumental in the background, mm. um, like the a lot of the songs on this album sort of portray. Like if you listen to them without listening to the lyrics, you just think they were happy as hell even though they're not oh yeah totally yeah i mean look i love the theme of this um you know the idea of having to pretend that you're fine when you're not Mm. and again the whole kind of sound of the album kind of really exemplifies that theme i mean kind of fake happy kind of sums up the crux of a lot of this album Mm. i think because the whole album sounds really happy but oh no i'm sad (laughs) Um, I, I I like having that in a kind of pop song as well, just to kind of reiterate really, what I said before. It, it a more vulnerable pop song, you know. But I think it's good to have that kind of voice and role model. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I've got to say, I think the line "fake happy" is kind of clunky. It is a little, yeah. Like I really like the song. There is a better way to articulate that that's more interesting yeah I, I don't know what it is so i feel you know i feel like i should offer some sort of solution but fake happy kind of clunky yeah and yeah i just can't quite get past that part of it like i get what you're saying but it's it's not very elegant it isn't um, yeah that it doesn't feel like they really process the the theme fully so that they can approach it from a more interesting angle. Mm. I, I, I just think it needs different words for that. But yeah, like the rest of the song is great. Um, I I love those sort of like accents on the the um, smile with my teeth uh, and the kind of exhale at the end of yeah. that that sort of creates mm-hmm. like a, a beat to it. There's just so much kind of attitude to that, which mm-hmm. I I'm such a fan of. Yeah. Um. I, I the musically the arpeggios that come in later they have just such a 
a whimsical quality to them that's really bright and airy mm-hmm. uh and more chance on the bridge just give me chance all the time they are mm. perfect every song should just have chance um so yeah and this the, the, sorry go on the final like um the choir going like but up but up yeah yeah is it is it, great I, th- I think really does a great job of that i'm smiling but i'm dying on the inside <laughs> That's a mood. That's a whole ass mood. That's that's an after after <laughs> mood. Um. So yeah, what's up next? Twenty six. Yes. Mm. Yes. This is a a good good down pace or down tempo song. This is what the kind of thing that forgiveness should sound like. Right. This is the 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 crazy thing, right? Because I should have checked this beforehand, but I believe it's called twenty six because she was twenty six when she wrote this. I yeah, I sort Which of assumed as much. Crazy because again to me it feels like Paramore even when this came out, the Paramore had been around for like a while. Mm. So the fact they that she's have. so young when this is what their fifth album or something? Yeah. They, they're six. Still like a sort of youth icon. I feel like I could phrase that better. I hate that wording, but you know Yeah, no, I it, it's it's I don't know, it's crazy. Um but beautiful song. It's a kind of finger style acoustic, mm. and again, it's another great one. Kind of pulling it back. It it feels more. That always feels just so intimate. But mm. it can be really difficult to do those kind of songs because it's very easy for it to get boring very quickly. Mm. And we can't have that like electric guitar come in at fifty seconds. It it just it just adds something to it. Keeps it interesting. I think it would have struggled without it for sure i have the exact same thing written down it's so nice when that comes in and that that this this track really really sustains it's not even especially long but it completely justifies its runtime to me because mm. they have that obviously that extended outro with the gorgeous gorgeous strings mm. and i i'm so glad they just let that play out for a while um when strings on this are beautiful they're oh my god they're like transcendent um her vocals on this they're like you say super intimate she mic'd really closely mm. and i think amplifies that um there's some really good lyrics too like um you got me tied up but i stay close to the window i, I mm. think it sort of betrays like looking outwards because this song is about trying to stay hopeful and i think she references an older song um oh i didn't pick up on that I, I think I read it on Genius. There's a song where she was like sort of being super pessimistic and she, she brings up a line from that song on this. Uh, it's mm-hmm. like, I I don't I don't think like that anymore. That's toxic and not healthy. And that's just uh, some really sort of interesting character development and m- makes, makes Haley feel like a, a 3D person mm. who's kind of gone through stuff. Um. I, I- yeah. Even with with what she's how she's delivering lines as well, like on that man, you really bring me down. She sounds sort of like defeated whenever she's singing mm. that, and I mean that's what all the kind of, in my opinion, like great songs, singers and stuff do is that it's not just it's not just singing it well, but if you can kind of communicate a sort of emotion or something with mm. how you say it, like that's that's really interesting to me. And yeah, yeah I really like it there. It just kind of adds. Adds a little texture to it, you know. Yeah, definitely. This this is one of my favorite ones on here. 
for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, I definitely, definitely. And it is followed by Pool, which, God, this album is so good. This, this album is just so good. <laughs> like, how do they do these watery sounds at the start? It sounds like I water droplets. don't know, but it's just some kind of weird chime sound, and they're sort of kind of offbeat, and I just, I love the way it's contrasted with that super hard guitar. Like, that's mm. the meshing textures that you wouldn't normally put together is awesome. Oh, it's, it's great. The guitar is just fantastic on this. Um, It's like a combination of, like, a phaser and, and reverb kind of gives it this, like, really underwatery feel. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's, it's called pool, so being underwater... Wait. Makes sense, like thematically, <laughs> but it, 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 but it sounds great as well. And yeah. oh, I love it. I, the um, the guitarist said about the song that it's all a love song to go. Oh, this person is so great. While this, there's like a more genuine, flawed idea of this person. The mm. idea that they could like join them. I, I think that's a really interesting idea for, for a song, and I find it yeah really compelling. The 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 sort of metaphor of the pool works really well because it's like if you dive in you're completely consumed by the the relationship or the the water um mm. even though it's potentially very dangerous for you um mm. so i think that the, the way of communicating that that's the sort of language and imagery that fake happy could use yeah that, that yeah sort of yeah thing. yeah yeah like I, I, the chorus is great with that you know the they do that back and forth of the yeah. Um, they do that the, so much in this album. It's amazing. It's a great effect. You know that I'm underwater. Then like nowhere in my lungs, and it works so well because she's singing like both lines differently. So it makes that kind of catch and release. Yeah. Um, yeah, it gives each kind of part of it a unique sort of voice. Mm. Yeah, yeah th there's a part. There's a part of this where water droplets sound like they've been like reversed. And oh, is that that weird swell? Yeah, I did. I see. I assumed that was a synth, but that does sound like a water drop. That's awesome. I look. I, this okay. We need. We need you to create like a jingle for like pretentious corner moment, <laughs> like where I like some like three second little little thing for whenever I I say something that that might be smart or might be like <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> you never know. Um. But could could that be like signifying her like looking back sort of thing? She's she's kind of doing the um you know as if her blood didn't thrill enough, like, like looking back at what she's doing and then going back into like the first person. Like I wonder, is it better to get over with? I'm like currently questioning myself. If you want to believe that, you I'm happy for you, man. <laughs> 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 all right okay <laughs> there will there will be a day where i'll come on something and you'll be like oh my that is genius <laughs> but not today not today you're probably better it. that you don't actually if you can you imagine like how a big assholes we would sign if you were like oh my god connor that is <laughs> genius how did you <laughs> um Anyway, like, I do. An I won't degree. hold. I'm supposed a, to see things that aren't there. I won't hold a grudge. That's gonna be a pain to edit. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> 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 I 
Uh, like I appreciate the segue um, <laughs> into our next song, Grudges. Yeah, this is this is interesting. Um, are you aware of the whole drama that the song's about? L- loosely. Um, well, I'm gonna explain it anyway. Left. Oh yeah, you go. You okay, you, you, no, you'll be you'll know more details than me. I honestly I don't because it's not that important. But okay. Paramore has had a troubled lineup because they all got together when they were like sixteen and. You're, they're like, okay, you guys, you're a rock band now. And they're like, we're a rock band now. What? <laughs> we're not even, like, people yet. <laughs> um, so there's been kind of members have left and they've publicly been like, oh, Haley's trying to steal all the spotlight and do all this stuff. I can't remember who's who because I have better things they to do with my time so than, than yeah. follow the drama of, a, of this band. But was it the, the drummer? Yes. I can't remember. Yes. Drummer left in 2010, and then he came back for this album, and he's like, "I'm back, guys!" And this song is about letting go of the grudges that, um, because he left for personal reasons for issues he had with him and Haley Williams, the lead singer, mm. fell out, I believe. Okay. And now he's back, and they're like, "Okay, it was pretty dumb that we had held these grudges for so long, wasn't it? Because yeah, we're actually pretty good mates." That I, I like to imagine that he just like shows up at random to the studio one day and starts beating the crap out of the new drummer. It's just like, get out of here, boy. I'm back. And they're like, what? Hold on. It's been seven years. <laughs> Where have you like, been? He like shoves the drumstick up his no- nostrils. <laughs> this is where Jonah's mind goes. <laughs> Horribly violent. I just thought of that on the spot. I love it. It's amazing. I'm the song so is literally about like letting go of grudges, and you're like, I bet he's a horribly <laughs> violent man. <laughs> no, I don't think he is. I just think it would be funny if he was. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that's. Okay, about, right. Look, but... let's 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 talk about the actual <laughs> the song. Um, <laughs> I sorry, I don't. I can't get past this. <laughs> 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 um, yeah the, um so it, it kind of starts with you know the first line is strange we find ourselves exactly where we left off you know this kind of it's almost like a first person account from like Haley williams of what it was like meeting up again mm. and her kind of trying to guess what he's thinking yeah sort of thing of like like are you recounting on my faults? Are you racking your brain just to find them all? I love the delivery of of both of those lines, mm. and then into the chorus of like, oh, we we wasted all this this time just holding on to crutches. Being stupid when we were like nineteen. This is this is silly. We should be friends again, and it's nice. Yeah. This is like the one that's the one song that's sounds happy and genuinely is happy in the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say like that. There's uh, a an exception on this album. Mm. Um, that my favorite part about this song is so cool. There's like a a guitar and a synth, but the sounds they've chosen make it the sound sort of blend together into one, and it's just this sick sort of texture that sounds has the organic, more organic nature of a guitar mm. with the synthetic sound of the synth. And merging them, that that's how you make the most interesting sounds, in my opinion. You, you just you get tangible things and sort of less tangible things. You 
get the the qualities of both and make something sick um and that, that i keep coming back to this song for that reason mm, um that's that yeah that's great that's half of like good art is like taking oh this clump of a thing and this clump of a thing and being like what happens if um, i stick them together yeah and most of the time it's shit but sometimes it's, <laughs> it's really Once cool in a blue moon um yeah i love how like fast-paced this song feels um yeah i think there's that very very liberal use of the snare drum which is a great way to give a track some real oomph and energy um and that just i want to bring up the the post choruses again mm. because this one just sounds so spacious and open with that that vocal effect and just builds so much hype for the sort of forthcoming material um yeah i love it and there's the, like those like real drum hits on the laugh till we cry which is I, I don't know why i always kind of really cling to that line whenever it it comes on um mm-hmm. there's a lot of like woos in here which i love but it doesn't sound like it sounds like they're recorded like away from the mic or whatever yeah it's yeah. just it's just kind of fun it's like um friends are in the studio with them screaming yeah or something. yeah uh, oh, I'm just, I'm just realizing uh, the Zach Farrow, he has vocal credits on the bridge. So that's kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it is nice. We're all friends again. But the happiness does not last long because she is caught in the middle of... I, I don't really know. That's the next I, song. We're I, talking about I, the next I, song. I do know. I think I know. Oh. That said, I don't like this song. Ugh. This is a the chorus is good. The verses on this are boring. Those what? chords are whack. That bass is clunky as hell. No, 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 no. I know this is like a really popular one, but I don't, I don't get this song, man. What? This just has so much groove on it. No, it's boring. I hate those chords so much. What? What? It, it just grooves so much. I love that. The whole idea of it of being, it's kind, of, it's quite general. Like I'm being dragged in two different directions, and it's and it's tricky. Mm. And oh, that's an interesting interp- My my interpretation is slightly different. Oh, go for it. I think, or I I interpreted that she's sort of looking back on her past self, and she's sort of regretful and not happy with it. But looking forward to the future, she fails to be optimistic. So she's in this weird limbo period. Oh, um, I don't see. I don't. I don't think middle. she's optimistic about the future at all. No, no, album. she's not. She's not optimistic. That's what I'm saying. So she's caught in this. Oh, in sorry, the middle sorry. of these two sort of the horrible things, hmm. the regret and the the pessimism. Right. Well, you're wrong. Um. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I can, I can, I look. I can totally see that. Um, I just can't believe you don't like this. There's, it just sounds ah. great. I love the chorus; is so catchy. Um, it's good. It, 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 there's so much life behind it. I, I love the. Um, I can sabotage me by myself. Yeah, that's I don't a need good like that's that's. There's just so much kind of the, the dark comedy of that, which kind of appears in little spurts throughout this album, which I really, mm. really like. And um, I I'd never heard it before until like literally when I was listening to to this album today, and I I've had this album on 
for I've listened to this album a lot, like over several years. Mm. And at the end, there's the repeated um, over the I can sabotage me by myself. Then underneath, it's sung like all the glory days are gone. It's over now, mm. which is so sad. That's very dark. <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah. Especially like, I don't know if you could say they've especially waned in relevance, but it, I think they have possibly taken a bit of a popularity decline. Mm. And they're still very much relevant, but um, I think that's sort of referencing that potentially. Mm. Uh, and also, just I backtrack you slightly, but to back up my um, my theory from before, um, the pre-chorus, the lyrics are nostalgia's cool, but it won't help you now. Uh, a dream is good. If you don't wear it out, mm. looking back is awful. Looking forward is awful. You're caught in the middle. So I I love that um, the vocal effect they have on that. Don't wear it out there, where it's yeah. kind of. I don't know what it is, but they kind of pull it down or something. It's kind of half of the words turns almost chopped off. It sounds really. Mm. I can't. I'm not doing it justice, but it sounds awesome. Sick, awesome. Well, look. Leave us a comment on our Instagram telling us why I'm right and Jonah's wrong. <laughs> Hold on a minute. This is my podcast comment. <laughs> <laughs> it should be the other way around. Um, idol worship. Oh, my mm. God. Oh, my God. Just let me think about this synth for a minute and soak it in. Oh, like, what? How do you like the start sound of this. design something like that? It sounds like a whirring noise or something. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's so cool. Oh, I just the, the the main sort of musical idea that they, they play about with on this a lot, I think, is the like a sliding motion. Like the, the bass line is sliding, they bend the notes and the the guitar does the same thing all mm. over the place. It gives the track a really cohesive feel. Um the the la la chanting is again chance awesome sick <laughs> and the chorus on this when they get when the chords come in is just absolutely nutty that's one of the the best choruses on the album i think yeah hard hard agree and it is all backed up by for me what is the most thematically interesting song in the album like mm. firstly the title i i really i think it's just a great combination of words idol worship yeah but you know, there's a lot of songs out there about the stresses of fame. This is probably one of my favorites. Wow! Because it, like, it, it, it's just so interesting to me because she's just in this position where she can't feel like she's allowed to make a mistake. Yeah. By, by her fans, you know, there's that line, um, "Just let me let you down." I mm. sung beautifully. And then there's that point where where she screams like, "Your savior doesn't look a thing like me," with like the big drum beats behind it. It has such impact, and it's probably the most aggressive she gets on the album. The closest she probably gets to that kind of older sort of paramore mm. scream. And it's nice to see that break through a little bit about it, mm. or break through a little bit. I, I yeah, I just love that like, really vulnerable feeling of like oh my god all these people look up to me and i cannot disappoint them i can't do anything quite yeah i'm it's, human and i'm stuck here it's weird that this to me that this theme keeps coming up in music because 
unless you're on that level, you just cannot relate that experience to anything in your life. It's mm. entirely well isolated. Speak for to... yourself, Jonah. My Mm-mm. my legions of adoring fans. I'm <laughs> constant pressure. <laughs> um, but it it's to sort of. I think it's quite difficult to make that interesting if you're in their position. Um, so I, I'm always very impressed when a song pulls it off and makes you feel for them mm. when there's no point of reference that you can have as yeah, that's, a that's normal a great point. person. Um, that's a great so yeah, point. I, I think that's definitely to this song's credit. Mm. And it that kind of theme really continues on to the next track, No Friend, which bad yeah <laughs> like, uh, uh, it's annoying right it's really annoying to me because this is a kind of spoken word poem thing by aaron weiss who is the lead singer of me without you i am a big big fan of their debut album catch me with the foxes i think it's fantastic and i love his voice you should really listen to it it's really really good is it his pop voice pop? No, um, it's a little grungy is the wrong word, but it, it's like it's yeah, it's kind of kind of rocky. It's a little darker. Mm. Um, but I love his voice. His voice has so much like character and texture to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole the very start of this is him kind of reading a letter that Haley Williams sent to him, which is a, her saying like. People, fans come up to me after the show and say that I'm perfect, and all I hear is "you can do no wrong" in my eyes. Mm. And it, it, so it's really kind of continuing the ideas of vital worship and feeling kind of mm. stuck with his fame. But you can't hear half the shit because of its how it's yeah. like, so low in the mix. Why? I honestly, it annoyed me so much. I didn't even bother to properly read the lyrics because it's just infuriating. Because the, the the instrumentation sounds pretty cool. That guitar loop, there's some mm. rhythmic weirdness going on there that I don't know how to describe. The drum sounds chosen are cool, but I'm just like constantly straining to hear what he's saying. It's just not worth the effort. Yeah, I, you yeah. shouldn't have to to try hard to listen to music. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and it, it, it's it's difficult to listen and enjoy it, and it ah it annoys me because I think this could be great. I think this, but. Yeah, I don't know what he's saying. I can't hear it, and yeah, I mean that's that's really it. Now we get on to the wet fart of an ending. Oh, I'm. Are you sorry. serious? You don't like tell me how, do you? I love tell me how. This is a oh my, we're on complete opposite page. I lit my first like line on my notes here is love this as an outro song. Okay, right. I don't have a huge amount to say about this song, but that piano, the composition is so boring. It's just rocking back and forth. It's like, oh, it's infuriating. After all the exciting instrumentation we've had, just to fall on this. It's... Oh no! It it's you have you have this big pop album, and you're you're ending on this kind of real but... stripped back. That you can be stripped Vulnerable back moment. and use cool composition, not this boring stuff. I no, I don't like this. I don't like this. 
Oh, no, I, I really like the piano. There's just, I don't know what the sound is. I'm not going to try to describe it because I can't. Just listen to it. But <laughs> the kind of texture behind it is really nice. And when there's a whole album of sadness masked behind a pop sound, it makes this feel so like pulling the kind of the mask off, you know? I, I just, it, it fails to convey that so spectacularly for me oh my god it, it's so so such a stagnant song um sort of thematically it's pretty cool like reflecting on past friendships and relationships but just man it's boring 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 no it, it's beautiful and this idea of you know narratively it's kind of ending things slightly unresolved like there's not a She's not happy and solved and got it all figured out by the end. It's like, God, what? I don't, I don't know what to do. How do I, how do I deal with you as a person? How do I deal with what I'm doing? And I, I really like, I really like that, especially as an ending to what is basically a pop album. Going, God, what, what, what's going on here? Yeah, that's cool. But music's got to sound good. The music's got to sound good, and it just to me, it doesn't in this case. Uh, look, we're just gonna have to agree to disagree here. We're just gonna have to and... agree that I'm right and you're wrong, and that's okay. God, you're editing this episode, so you could make me sound like <laughs> anything. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny, like, yes, Jonah is right. <laughs> Quality. <laughs> yeah. Um, on the whole. This is a good album. I like this. This is a great album. The, the, the highs are high, the lows are low and annoying, but it ultimately is a very strong listen. And you should listen to it because I think you might like it. I don't know you, but I think you might like it. We, we've known each other for like 10 years. Not, so. not you. <laughs> I'm the personification of our audience, Connor. Right. Your mum. Yes, <laughs> listen to this album, mom. <laughs> now, my bro, my mom doesn't even listen to this. <laughs> no, no one's listening. Um, yeah, no, I think this album's great. I I love it. I I'm really glad we did this album because I haven't really dove into it like as a full album in, in quite a while. Uh, it was a little bit nostalgic for me, and I, I came to it with new life experience and I just got a lot out of it. I really I just I really like this album. I think it's their best one. And they're in the studio again. Yeah. I, I saw recently. I saw so I'm 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 excited to see what they do next. Yeah, um, I'll be there day one for a new Paramore album. That'll be hmm. that'll be sick. Um quickly, thoughts on the album cover? I like it, yeah. I don't love it, I but just, I like I, it. I hate I hate the, the like just weird abstract three D shapes. It's just annoying. It's I just, like it. It feels fairly random. Uh, colors are cool, but meh. It doesn't communicate anything about the album at all. Fair. Fair. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any it strong feelings on it. It is what it is. Wouldn't put it on my wall, but it doesn't offend me either. But yeah, that's it from us. Um, we haven't spoken about this beforehand, but we're doing Brockhampton next time, yes? Yeah. I forgot can, about that, but yeah. Can, can we do Ginger? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're doing Ginger. Yeah. All That's right. Um, yeah, follow us on TikTok. Go like all our stuff. We're making cool content. We just posted a whole bunch of stuff. 
and follow us on Instagram. Tell your friends about this podcast. To... Or don't if you want them to like you. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Goodbye.